The following pre-recorded program is paid for by SSI Guardian. Welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peg with your host, psychologist and author, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Living Well with Dr. Peg explores a variety of mental health, wellness, and safety topics brought to you by SSI Guardian. Living Well with Dr. Peg shares effective and practical psychological strategies based on biblical principles for living well and staying safe. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat. Visit drpegradio.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. Hello, listeners. I'm blessed to be back with you for another episode of Living with Dr. Peg, which is brought to you every week by our sponsor, SSI Guardian. And I'm coming to you from Denver, Colorado, and streaming around the world online and from your smartphone apps. And if you missed last week's episode or any episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, be sure to go to drpegradio.com for the program archives. And you can listen to a variety of topics ranging from mental health to managing your finances to making behavior changes. And for me, spring is a great time to breathe life into my New Year's resolutions and jumpstart my goals. If you made any New Year's resolutions and want to get ready for your new season and experience lasting change in your life, I've got a few things that I think can help. First, I'd like to invite you to register for one of my upcoming Do Something Different for a Change personal transformation retreats and in your individual or small group VIP personal retreat, you'll enjoy a full day of refreshment, personal reflection, and strategic planning. And together we'll explore where you are, where you want to go, and identify what's holding you back. And you'll leave with an individualized plan to accelerate your personal transformation and help you move into your new season. And I'd also like to remind you about my book, Do Something Different for a Change, a self-help book detailing effective psychological strategies based on biblical principles to help you to identify and overcome the common barriers to change and to experience lasting change and transformation in your life. Go to drpegradio.com to buy your copy, and to reserve your spot in a Do Something Different for Change personal transformation retreat. Now, one area that I'm focusing on this spring is my physical fitness, and I'm usually pretty active. And in the past, I've actually completed eight sprint triathlons, and I like to walk and ride my bike and hike. But I have been a little slack this winter with keeping up with my regular exercise, and I'm really starting to feel it, having some problems in my back and my hips and my shoulders, and overall my my muscle strength has become kind of weak, and my chiropractor has recommended yoga, and so my husband and I have been taking a weekly yoga class together. I also have a few friends who are really into yoga, and I'll give my friend Linda a shout-out. Uh, But I've always heard that followers of Christ should be cautious about yoga because of the spiritual component. And so our weekly yoga class really has been helping us. But I've just been a little reluctant to get more into yoga just because of all those cautions that I've heard. And I'm not sure what's true and what's what's not true. But then at the Writers on the Rock conference that was held in Lakewood, Colorado, on February 25th, and you all heard all of the promos on KRKS, they ran promos for the conference. It was just wonderful. And I met the two most wonderful women, Nikki Sparks and Denise Stemple. 
And Nikki and Denise, I found out, are Bible-believing Christians who also teach yoga. Uh, But not just any kind of yoga. They teach what's called Christ-centered yoga. And I'd never heard of that before and was excited to learn more from them. And unfortunately, Nikki was unavailable to be with me today, but I'm blessed to have Denise Stemple with me in the studio today. And Denise Stemple is a highly credentialed, certified Christian yoga teacher, as well as a certified marriage breakthrough coach. And she's also trained in healing physical and emotional trauma through yoga. Denise Stemple, thanks so much for being here with me in the studio and welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peck. Thank you, Dr. Peck. I'm excited to be here. Yes, it's wonderful. Glad to see your smiling face in person. Now, I liked you when I first met you, Denise, and then once I went to your website, I really liked you. (laughs) Your website is called spaceforchange.com, and on your website you say change is good and that it's your heart desire to provide space for change. And I just thought that was so cool because I'm just really into change and transformation. And I just love that notion of giving people a place and the space to make change in their lives. Say more about that. Space for change. Absolutely. Um, I actually haven't always been comfortable in my own skin. Mm, As many of us feel that (laughs) way, probably. It's been a process. But God provided a space for me Mm. to be me, mess and all. Mm -hmm. And it deepened my confidence Mm. and my ability to express myself. Mm-hmm. And then yoga was just a natural step beyond that. Yeah. And so say more when you say God provided space for you to change. What does that what does that look like or is that kind of an intangible internal thing or is it practical <laughs> or like a literal place? What That's do you a mean? good question. Mm-hmm. Uh actually with yoga it's a very tangible mm-hmm. uh expression. Physically connecting to God is an amazing experience Mm. that will allow you to feel more freedom. We tend to hold ourselves and experience life in a more protected mode, Mm. rounded shoulders, uh, rounded backs. I'm hunching right now, Denise. (laughs) (laughs) Collapsed front bodies, yes. And so to be able to sit up Mm. and be open, open our hearts as believers, that is, that's the posture. Wow. So as the body goes, so goes the heart and Absolutely. the spirit. Interesting. Uh, and and we know that it's all connected anyway, right? Mind, body, spirit. Um, and so I want to talk about the bigger picture of what you're trying to do and how yoga is really a tool in service to that goal. And we'll talk a lot about yoga today, but really that bigger picture of making space for change. And I know you walk alongside women and encourage them Um, You encourage them to experience breakthrough and transformation in their body, in their mind, and their spirit. Um, And you say we do have to pay attention to all three. Um, They're all connected, and that's how God made us. (laughs) That is how he made us. It's not a psychological concept, you know, that the the mind and the body are connected. Um, The Lord made us that way. And so you talk about inviting the Lord into that process of making sure all three are really connected. Say more about that. God's desire is for us to be whole. Mm-hmm. Body, mind, and spirit, they all matter. We can be spiritually fit, mm. but physically out of shape. Mm-hmm. We can be emotionally out of shape, but physically fit. Mm-hmm. Um, connecting all three creates balance. Yes. 
and appropriate attention. It's not always about balancing all three at the same time, but it's appropriate attention to each. Wow. I like that a lot. And we, and we see that in the body of Christ, um, people who are anointed spiritually, and yet they don't take good care of their physical health. And that's what my show is about. It's about living well, body, mind, and spirit. And I've had guests on who, who've talked about the dangers of smoking and the predatory practices of the tobacco marketing industry. And it's not to shame anyone who is still smoking. We know it's an addiction, but it's to bring awareness and information. And similarly, not to shame anyone who's out of shape, but to bring awareness and education of how important it is for our our well-being and longevity, um, uh, just for our own desire to live a long life. But really, we have work to do for the Lord. And it's important to him as well that we're physically fit. Exactly. And you say awareness. That is actually the first step to change. Mm -hmm. When we know what we need to work on, then we can deal with it. Mm -hmm. I also feel like um, bringing that intention to every area, Mm -hmm. whether it is um, moving more, whether it's resting more, we need to have counterbalances. Mm-hmm. So all of the all of the things that we say we know in our head, mm-hmm. um, the knowledge that we have, now we have to apply them and yes. experience them. Yes. And again, that's why we're kindred spirits. Yes. <laughs> because I say that all the time. You're preaching yes. to the choir. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people say they want change, but they're not willing to make changes. They want something different, but they won't do something different. (laughs) Why? Because change is hard. It's scary and it comes at a cost. And, and it's, it applies with body, mind, and spirit. The changes we say we want to walk closer with Christ and we want to practice our spiritual disciplines, but yet we don't, or we say we want to be physically fit and lose weight. And yet we don't, or emotionally, we say we want to, you know, improve our relationships and not be so out of control emotionally. And yet we won't go even see a therapist who can actually help us. (laughs) Right. Because it's hard. It's scary. It comes at a cost. And so you talk a lot about and teach a lot about our mindset um, and renewing our minds and and the negative self-talk that we engage in, lie-based thinking, erroneous beliefs that um, affect every aspect of our lives. Just say, say a little more about that, how that the negative self-talk and those negative erroneous beliefs plays into being out of balance. Absolutely. What we focus on, what we think about expands. Mm -hmm. So we could either be focusing on something positive and can bring about good change, or we can focus on the negative and it can be just a spiral effect. Mm -hmm. So we really need to take our thoughts captive, Mm -hmm. replace the lies with God's truth, his Mm -hmm. word, his promises, And reframe. Mm -hmm. Again, being aware of what we think about. Awareness, yeah. Mm -hmm. So fix our thoughts on whatever's true, whatever's lovely, excellent, praiseworthy, et cetera. Absolutely. Amen. Well, you use Christ-centered yoga to facilitate that transformation and um, um, change in our mindset. But first, before we get into Christ-centered yoga, let's talk about what yoga is. And where it originated. Uh, and again, we'll, we'll kind of look at the myths and the truth and the fact. And then what's the 
what is Christ-centered yoga and what's the value of it. But first, what is yoga and how did it first originate and where? Well, first of all, thank you for asking. Yes. Because I feel like there is a narrative out there that we're afraid Mm -hmm. to dig in deeper, to research and educate ourselves. So we can either (laughs) do the work and research in scripture, in history, Mm. and, and find out what the truth is, or we can default Mm. and be in fear. So the word yoga, uh, it's a Sanskrit word from the Indian language, and it, it goes back 5,000 years, Mm. go back to the tower of Babel. Mm. The Indian actually originated with the Hittites. Mm. So the word yoga, yuj, Y-U-J, means to yoke or to bind, union. Mm. They have a system that was physical postures and breath work. They brought that further along. As years went on, they kept adding more and more components. Even Buddhism added more components. So the original intent in my belief that God created everything Mm -hmm. and he created everything good. Wow. So it just takes man to Mm. change it because pervert it. Mm -hmm. They have a choice between what they would consider honoring God versus honoring themselves or other gods. Mm -hmm. And that is the choice we have every day. Dr. Pegg. In every context. In every (laughs) single thing we do. Mm -hmm. We can choose to do life with God or without. Mm -hmm. And in service of ourselves, making an idol of ourselves or other people, things, or as you said, God, making gods out of other things and people. Um, That makes so much sense that God created it as good, but it has been, and I don't want to say perverted, um, where anyone who's practicing yoga <laughs> is perverted, but it's been altered, Correct. as you said, away from God and, and for his original purposes. Amen. Well, I'm talking with Denise Stemple, and we're again just, just scratching the surface, just starting to talk about yoga and um, what's what's in yoga for the believer. And um, so do Christians really have something to fear? With yoga, and, and I hear your explanation that you just gave us. So, do we have something in a fear when we just show up at our local community rec center and take a yoga class? Here in the U.S., there is a more benign yoga being practiced, a more neutral, uh, especially in the rec centers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a more physical practice versus anything else. Okay. But it's the intention of our hearts. Mm-hmm. What you bring into your practice is what you bring into mm-hmm. it. So if you can walk into a traditional yoga studio or a rec center with the intention of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you can honor him in that way. Mm-hmm. If you feel uncomfortable in that environment and you feel like that is something that um, that you feel oppressed in, mm. then I would say it's not for you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Zumba or exactly. Jazzercise or any other exercise class. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, great, great explanation. So let's talk about Christ-centered yoga or Christian yoga. I had never heard of that until I met you and Nikki. Um, 
How is that different from traditional yoga? Because I can show up at any um, conventional yoga class around the country or the world, and as you said, I can still bring Christ with me, just like I can go to, um, you know, I know some people who won't go into Chinese restaurants because they have the Buddha at the front door. And so I said, well, I'm bringing Christ with me. You know, there's all kinds of gods all around me in this culture and in this world, so I can't stop going everywhere. I'm bringing Christ with me, so I'm going to eat at the Chinese restaurant. Yes. Um, so I can I can go to any yoga studio as a believer, and as you said, as long as I feel comfortable and I feel grounded in my faith, and I'm not distracted by what's going on there, it should be okay. Um, so what what is Christ centered yoga? How is it different, and why would it be important for the believer? Well, first of all, Christ centered is to do everything that you do. For Christ, mm. whether it's eating, drinking, mm. working, ministry, whatever you do, mm-hmm. it's Romans 12, 1 through 2, mm. whatever you do for the glory of God. So with when you add the yoga component, it's a an opportunity. It's a form of worship mm. and praise. Amen. It's body prayer. It is a physical connection to God. Mm-hmm. It's a release uh, it's an opening of the heart. Mm-hmm. It is uh, a beautiful opportunity to play Christian music mm-hmm. and worship along with your moving. Um, it is a place to be safe and be still. Mm-hmm. We move, but we also rest. And we are so busy. We're so, we're always moving. We're always doing. We need to have quiet mm-hmm. in our bodies Even to hear him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. And and I saw on your website where you said as a believer in Jesus Christ, the creator of all things, being yoked with him is the purpose of life. And so you say that word yoga means to be yoked in union. And so really, as a believer, um, yoga is a way, especially when it's Christ-centered, to be yoked with him. <laughs> and that, that is our purpose, uh, to be to be in, in communion with him. And we can bring that into everything we do. I have a, um, a book title that I quote all the time. It's called How You Do Anything is How You Do Everything. Oh, I love that. Yes, by Sherry Huber. And um, I think you're, you're, what I'm getting from what you're saying is that yoga can be a template of how we do anything, including yoga, should be how we do everything if we keep Christ at the center. Yes, indeed. Amen. So in what ways uh, does Christ-centered yoga make us feel good and give us more energy to do the things that matter and the things that we want to do? And certainly I understand kind of the physical, you know, practice of yoga, and we can get more into those physical benefits. Uh, But body, mind, and spirit, how does that Christ-centered yoga help us and give us energy and, and, and focus us? Well, body is moving in the release of tension. Mind is being intentional and Mm -hmm. aware. And when we focus on our limitations Mm -hmm. as well as our abilities in our practice, that teaches us patience. Mm -hmm. It teaches us how to accept ourselves in the process, whether we are able to move this far into the pose or if we need to back off in the pose you're really teaching mm. yourself self-love. Mm. 
And it sounds like, as you emphasized earlier, awareness, being aware enough to know, okay, I, I can tense here, I need to release here. I was practicing yoga on Sunday, as I told you, I take the class with my husband weekly, and um, just been having some issues. And um, so the teacher was just my husband and I, just happened to be the only ones who showed up, and so she was able to give us a lot of personal attention and so she was doing some hip work because I was complaining about, you know, my piriformis and yes. <laughs> the different areas that were really tight. Ouch. But I think I overdid it. So sure. in terms of um, challenging myself and kind of pushing myself, I was aware of that. But then I pushed myself too far. And now I'm actually still feeling it and, and need to do some more extensive stretching. Um, so, again, it really is that balance um, self-love, caring enough about myself to push and challenge myself and yet back off and not feel like, oh, I'm a failure. I didn't hold the pose the way I was supposed exactly. to. Because she kept offering, she kept offering, okay, and if you want to step it up, do this. And I was like, I can barely do the standard. <laughs> is there a, an accommodation to step it down? But yes. it really is awareness of where I'm at and enough self-acceptance, self-love to be okay with wherever I am. And that that's one nice thing about yoga. You can kind of be wherever you are, no matter what the teacher is doing. That's exactly right. And I think it's important to know that you have a say over your body. Mm-hmm. Regardless You're, of what the teacher is saying exactly. to do. Yeah. If you're practicing within your own limitations and you are honoring your body where it's mm-hmm. at, then you can be, uh, you, you can prevent injury, the risk of injury mm-hmm. a lot, uh, much more by being aware of where you're at, how it feels, mm-hmm. and what you need to do next. Yes. And that's where I always talk about don't play the comparison game. Because <laughs> exactly. you can, fortunately, it was just my husband and I. Uh, but imagine a room full of very experienced yoga practitioners, and I'm looking at them comparing, well, look at her, look what she's able to do, and what's wrong with me that I can't do that. But it's really not about comparing myself to others, is it? Yoga is not a competition, Mm -hmm. Um, although that doesn't mean that our eyes don't wander around the room. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be inspiring to Mm -hmm. us. Sometimes it can give us the the little oomph that Mm -hmm. we need to Mm -hmm. try a little harder. But it's more important to honor your body where it's at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Lord accepts us right where we are. He doesn't want to leave us there. He's conforming us into the image of Christ. And we're going from glory to glory, and yet he accepts us right where we are. Exactly. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit about posture. And one of my big issues is I work from home, and I do a lot of computer work at my desk. Um, And my posture, you can see right now, is horrible. And it's even worse (laughs) at my desk because I start to drift forward, and, you know, I'm not ergonomic and all of that. Um, how does, how does yoga help us with that, just briefly? It's a good question, because I, too, work at my desk mm-hmm. on my computer, and we do have a tendency to, to slouch. But we also do that as we drive, mm-hmm. as we look at our electronic devices, oh, gosh, yeah. as we watch TV. So the lifting of the front body is very important, and it requires our core to be strong. So we have to engage our core, mm-hmm. and the more that you practice the better you'll get, mm-hmm. the stronger you'll mm-hmm. get. So it takes work. Yes. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Yes. But with time, it happens. Yeah. And it's perseverance. I mentioned that I've done eight triathlons, and my goal was to do 10 by the time I turned 50. 
Amazing. And I got sidetracked in that 50th year. I was going to double up and do two that year and just had schedule conflicts. So I said, you know what? Eight is good enough. But the one thing about doing triathlons is I I marveled at, oh, my goodness, I had to learn how to swim to do my first race. And I don't run fast. I don't have a fancy, you know, race road bike. And I swim breast breaststroke, and I kind of walk really fast until the last, you know, half mile. Then I run across wow. the finish line. But I'm in the race, and I see myself improving and progressing. And so it really is about accepting where you're starting and persevering and then giving yourself credit for the progress that you've made. Well, first of all, congratulations, <laughs> because you. that's amazing. And what you said, starting, mm-hmm. just getting out there and doing it, is the first it's thing. the first you thing. You can't change without starting. That's right. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll discuss how yoga can be used in healing physical and emotional trauma. I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark, and this is Living Well with Dr. Peg. My guest is Denise Stemple. Don't go away. We'll be back in just a few moments. This is Denver's all-new 94.7 FM, The Word. One needs to look no further than today's headlines to understand the threats facing American schools. They remain soft targets for violent threats, and yet our schools go largely underprepared. Our children deserve the highest level of education in the safest learning environment possible. The SSI Guardian QAL, or Quick Action Lockdown, is the fastest and safest way to lock down a classroom. This revolutionary device provides schools with maximum locking protection while meeting all safety, fire, and building codes. Designed by the leading lock experts in the world, the QAL is the only lock that meets Department of Homeland Security primer recommendations. SSI Guardian QAL now makes classroom lockdowns fast and safe with the red button. As a parent, you have every right to demand that your child is afforded the best classroom protection. Take action today by calling SSI Guardian at 877-878-5800 or go to guardianprotect.com. That's guardianprotect.com. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The government is asking a federal judge in Hawaii to clarify the scope of the order blocking President Trump's revised travel ban. A Justice Department motion argues Judge Derek Watson's temporary restraining order should only apply to Mr. Trump's temporary ban on travel from six mostly Muslim countries. Somalia's government's blaming the Saudi-led coalition for an attack that killed at least 42 Somali refugees. A boat packed with dozens of refugees was more than 30 miles off Yemen's coast when it came under attack by a military vessel and a helicopter gunship. French authorities say a man shot dead by soldiers at Paris's Orly Airport today had a criminal record and was previously flagged for possible radicalism. The 39-year-old Frenchman was shot after authorities say he wrestled a female soldier to the ground and tried to steal her rifle. This is SRN News. 94.7 FM, The Word. You want to relax. You want to feel fabulous. Reduce stress. Pamper yourself. Detoxify your body. You want to visit Me Spa in Belmar Shopping Center. Find out what the ultimate pampering experience feels like. And what better way than to do it for half price. For a limited time, our chief bargain hunter is featuring a $100 gift certificate for just 50 bucks, And the only place you'll find it is on DenverHalfPrice.com. Or just click the Bargain Hunter link on 710KNUS.com or KRKS.com. And fellas, remember, every day is a great day. 
day to pamper that special lady in your life. Become the very best version of you by spending time relaxing and pampering yourself and unwind from that stressful work week at Me Spa. That's a $100 certificate for just $50, folks, and you can find it only at DenverHalfPrice.com. It's the Bargain Hunter Special. For more, check out 710KNUS.com or KRKS.com and click the Bargain Hunter link. Hi, it's Mike Woolworth with Bible League International and our campaign with 94.7 FM, The Word to Send God's Word to the World. Imagine this, if you were part of a church with 60 members but had only one Bible to share so that each member could keep it only one day before passing it off to the next member, it would take 60 days to see that Bible again startling, isn't it? Yet this is the reality of Pastor Suresh and his growing congregation in central Nepal and Asia, where Christians live under the oppression from Hindus. Believers here aren't praying for an end to the persecution. They're asking for Bibles in the Nepali language. Will you give again, or for the first time, to experience the joy of giving God's Word? $5 sends a Bible, $100 sends 20 and a limited-time match doubles your gift and helps 94.7 FM The Word and Bible League reach our shared goal of sending 2,400 Bibles. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or give at 947FMTheWord.com. To learn more about living well with Dr. Pegg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Christ-Centered Yoga Instructor, Denise Stemple. And you can reach Denise through her website. As I mentioned, I love her website, spaceforchange.com. Even just the the way your website looks was very serene and comforting, and I'm Me sure too. that was intentional. Yes. So listeners, go check that out, spaceforchange.com. And you can also link to her website from my website, drpegradio.com. Uh, so let's talk, uh, before we talk about the way we can use uh, yoga to heal physical and emotional trauma, let's talk a little bit about burnout prevention. Uh, I, I taught um, at the college level and worked in higher ed for 19 years, and I feel like that begs the question, well, why didn't you stay 20? <laughs> Doesn't that sound better? <laughs> and so I got burned out at about year 16. I was ready to go, and I kind of lasted three more years. But if I had stayed that one extra year, I think I would have become that professor who should have retired 10 years ago. And so I tried to get out while I was still at the top of my game. At least I like to think I was. Uh, and in hindsight, I realized I was experiencing burnout. Mm. And I know you have written about burnout. You offer a free ebook from your website at uh, spaceforchange.com. Talk a little bit about some of the strategies, including, uh, obviously, I assume, Christ-centered yoga to help us prevent burnout. What are some real simple um, but practical, effective things we can do to prevent burnout? There are... Many simple yeah. things we can do. But give us a couple, and then yeah. we'll talk about trauma. So when something really bad happens, how do we okay. cope and bounce back from that? Well, we are such busy people. It's a mm -hmm. crazy life, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't get enough rest. We need to get good sleep. Yeah. We need to eat and drink better. We need to drink more water, and we need to eat whole foods. Uh, everything is not, so not at Whole Foods <laughs> necessarily, but Whole Foods. Whole Foods, that's exactly right. We're not um, promoting any particular supermarket. Not at all. Whole Foods are uh, things that have not been processed, mm -hmm. things that have not uh, 
been genetically modified. Mm-hmm. Um, our food system is, that's a whole nother story, but yeah. that it's just not the same as it once was. Yes. And we need to get back to just cooking in the kitchen and uh, preparing our own meals mm-hmm. where it doesn't have all of the added things mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, drinking more water. That's huge. Especially it's, for us in the um, Denver, Colorado It's such a dry region. climate. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, moving and breathing, being intentional, being mindful, being mm-hmm. aware. Mm-hmm. Um, the breath is so important. It's such a great tool. Mm. If we don't have but maybe a couple minutes we could just sit and breathe yes. intentionally and deeply and deeply not shallow mm-hmm. it's such an automatic response that we don't breathe well enough yes we just take it for granted so mm-hmm. take a couple minutes deeply breathe inhale outhale mm-hmm. feel the expansion feel the contraction and you'll be eliminating toxins carbon dioxide mm-hmm. and a stress relief right and we use um um, breathing techniques um, clinically to help people cope with anxiety. And so we can um, promote, promote relaxation and help someone combat anxiety simply through um, guided, guided breathing exercises. Absolutely. Yeah. Give us one or two other strategies we can use uh, for burnout prevention. Well, my main one is to spend time with God, mm-hmm. whether that's praying, journaling, just sitting with him. I call it my sacred time and my sacred place. And though I am in a season of my life where I can do that, Mm -hmm. I can do that first thing in the morning. Not everyone has that luxury. Mm -hmm. So whether it is talking to him in the car, talking to him uh, throughout your day, just calling on him, Mm -hmm. doing, inviting him into the process, uh, you have a partner in everything you do that way. And he wants to have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. He loves us so much. He wants to be part of our lives. Yes. Amen. And he doesn't force his, himself on us. He's just waiting for us to mm-hmm. say, yes, I, I, I want you to be a part of this. Yes. Um, I love to journal. Journaling is uh, a discipline. Uh, it's actually a great way to process my thoughts and actually a great way to release stress too. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's talk uh, about when something traumatic happens and and um, uh, what we can do to heal and cope from that. Um, and before we move on to that, I just want to remind the listeners that they can get your free ebook on strategies uh, to to use for burnout prevention. And it's all what I love about your ebook is it's all. Bible based, all of the even just the simple things you just mentioned, we can find scripture in the word that supports it from sleeping. Um, Proverbs three twenty four: when you lie down, you will not be afraid when you lie down. Your sleep will be sweet. Who wants that? Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> sweet sleep. And that's promised to us in Proverbs um, and simply um, moving and breathing. And as you said, paying attention to our breath. Um, Psalm 156 says, let everything that has breath. Praise the Lord. And so your ebook is filled with those simple strategies that are, are rooted in biblical principles, and listeners can download that for free from your website. So let's talk about when something really traumatic happens uh, to us, either a physical trauma, um, an emotional trauma, 
Uh, you've been trained in supporting healing physical and emotional trauma through yoga. So say more about that. Yes. Um, trauma, whether it's physical or emotional, gets stored in our body. Mm. Um, it's one of the things that it can lay hidden mm-hmm. for years and years, mm. long after the trauma happened. So we need a safe place to start releasing that. Mm-hmm. And yoga is such a vulnerable position, whether you are uh, sitting, lying on the mat, even standing. You have to go slow. You have to be able to provide a place that allows your client to go at their own pace. Mm-hmm. They have to be able to trust me, but they also have to be able to trust themselves that now it is their choice to reclaim their body because with a trauma, you're separated from your body. Mm. So it's an opportunity to, to reclaim, but also have a voice mm-hmm. and a say so. And what happens to your body? Mm-hmm. We were talking a little bit about that before. Um, let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, with a neck roll, you can be guiding somebody through a neck roll, but if you hit a sticky spot or a place that's really tense, you have to be able to say it's your choice mm-hmm. to stop or roll less. Uh, or take a smaller role, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to give them control of what they do Mm -hmm. because they haven't been in control. Right, right. So you're giving them back permission. Mm -hmm. Now, do you generally do that one-on-one? Would that be a private coaching session? Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. And so not everyone would necessarily come Maybe maybe they're looking at yoga as um, personal training and one-on-one training, and they're not necessarily coming because they have a trauma they want to be healed from. They're just coming to learn some yoga. Uh, and in the course of that process, yes. I imagine that they discover, you discover, that that trauma has been stored in their body. I taught a class years ago, a psychology class at a massage therapy school. And so the massage therapy students were taking my psychology class and we were doing we were talking about trauma and anxiety and things of that nature and so the massage students taught me that trauma can be stored in the body and they've they they often have experiences as massage therapists where they're working with someone and the person just starts weeping right because a certain part of their body has been touched or released um, that has stored that trauma Um, And so I just thought that was so incredible. That person may have repressed that memory, but through the massage, and now I'm learning through yoga, certain yoga positions, it may be released, and that may be their first awareness and first memory that they've even been traumatized. Absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Now, how important is a support system and a plan to sustain the efforts and benefits associated with practicing Christ-centered yoga, especially if someone's coming for trauma work? I like to call, um, well, coaches call this SEA, Mm. Support, Encouragement, and Accountability. Mm. 
we all need support. We all need a cheerleader in our corner. Mm-hmm. Um, we all need to be told that we can do something. So often we think, oh, I can't do that. It, again, the mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, so having someone walk alongside of you, encouraging you, saying you can do this, and then pointing them towards biblical truths mm-hmm. that reinforces that they can, um, gets them, uh, the motivation starts um, bubbling up. They start realizing that things are possible. Mm-hmm. And the accountability keeps people on track. So we need someone to walk alongside with, to mm-hmm. keep supporting, encouraging, much like athletic coaches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They learn strategies, techniques to become better athletes, mm-hmm. and life coaches are just the same. Similar. That's good. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of accountability, is some of that through the word? Because I know you also, we can talk about this after the break that's coming up. Um, I know you also lead a Bible study in conjunction with your Christ-centered yoga. And so is is that a part of it, is bringing the word and um, t- sharing with them God's truth about themselves, their own identity, their own purpose, who God is? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's crucial that we understand that our identity is God-given, that our identity makes a complete difference in how we see ourselves. Mm-hmm. Knowing that we were made perfectly, wonderfully, fearfully, mm-hmm. uh, makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the word is crucial to the way that I teach, the way that I coach. Um, again, I choose to be yoked with Christ in all mm-hmm. that I do, mm-hmm. and it helps others do the same. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so people who want to take advantage of your yoga classes can also get a Bible study. Yes, <laughs> well. indeed. Amen. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, my guest, Denise Stemple, will share how Christ-centered yoga can also benefit your marriage. You're listening to Living Well with Dr. Pegg. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Denver's all-new 94.7 FM, The Word. Schools can no longer afford not to invest in a professional, evidence-based, advanced safety education training program. It's the single most important decision and investment a school administrator will ever make in their professional career. When all else fails, training and preparation are the only things that will increase your chances of survival in a violent incident, such as an active shooter or active terrorism. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based, advanced training programs tailored to to your needs. While there are many basic training programs largely based on opinion and emotion, SSI Guardian is the only advanced training program of its type with an accredited continuing education unit or CEU issued by an accredited university. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based advanced training and solutions to learning institutions, faith-based and professional organizations. To learn more, call SSI Guardian today at 877-878-5800 or visit guardianprotect.com. To learn more about living well with Dr. Peg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. And if you need support with your change and transformation goals, check out my book, Do Something Different for Change, or one of my personal transformation retreats. Go to drpegradio.com. 
Facebook.com for more information. Well, I'm really enjoying my conversation with my guest, Denise Stemple, and she's also committed to helping people with change and transformation by making space for change. And she's a Christ-centered yoga instructor and also certified marriage breakthrough coach. And I just love that name, (laughs) breakthrough. (laughs) Who doesn't want a breakthrough in their marriage? My guest is Denise Stemple. Um, So again, uh, I just want to wrap up about the Bible study before we talk about how yoga can even benefit our marriage and, and how... Um, your work as a coach also kind of comes into play. So just say very briefly about the the kind of the structure in the process of the Bible study and how that kind of links and goes hand in hand with your yoga classes. Great. Thanks. Uh, We have a yoga class first. We practice for an hour and uh, we listen to Christian music. We have scripture uh, throughout the class and it's a preparation for the study. It's a softening mm, of our hearts. Mm. Uh, it's a place where we can prepare our hearts and minds and dig right into the Bible study after the mm-hmm. yoga practice. Amen. Yeah, and that's so interesting because um, I'm, not, I'm not very religious in the way that I walk out my relationship with the Lord. I'm a member of a local church and all of that. And I, I notice sometimes when... I'm in church and the worship leader says, raise your hand, you know, and I'm like, well, no, I didn't really feel like the Holy Spirit was putting me in that posture. So no, I don't think I'm going to raise my hands right now. I'm not being rebellious or disobedient. And then there's other times where the worship leader is kind of going in a totally different direction. And I feel the Holy Spirit saying, get on your knees or even Mm. get on your face, you know, Yes. and or, you know, in very open posture where no one's kind of Simon says directing me, but I do have my hands raised. And so I love what you're saying about how, again, that yoga, that, that um, union and being bound to Christ, um, you're, you're opening up your heart through that physical practice and physical posture, because again, we're all, it's all connected body, mind, spirit. Yes. Body is important. Amen. Well, I've been enjoying this weekly yoga class with my husband, Ryland, and um, it's really been benefiting both of us. I kind of overdid it on Sunday and strained myself, but uh, he's seeing a lot of great improvements from what he's doing. Uh, And we've just been enjoying doing it together, and and we do 5Ks together and and walk every day together. And so this is just one more thing that's nice to do together. Right. Uh, And so when I was on your website, I was actually struck by you had quite a few photos on your website of couples practicing yoga together and even, you know, holding hands and and stretching with one another. And I thought that was so cool. And I didn't know if, is that just, yeah, because this couple is doing it together or is there, are there intentional things we can do together that actually um, it helps to have a partner kind of pulling and stretching? And then what are some of those benefits for our relationship um, from your perspective as a marriage breakthrough coach? So a lot of questions. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, Again, congratulations that you do yoga with your husband. Mm -hmm. I think that's beautiful. Uh, The healing touch, touch is so important. Mm. Again, the physical body. So when you're doing yoga together, partnering yoga, and there there are partnering yoga classes. Oh, cool. uh, Also books on partnering yoga. Mm -hmm. Uh, It enhances the pose. And it also creates more intimacy with your partner, your husband, doing it together. In fact, I think it's really great that you um, 
just had that class alone. Mm -hmm. You probably got a lot more direction. But being able to touch is so healing, right? Um, On the way over here, I was listening to David Crowder, and the song, Everything, was just, if I can just feel your touch, Mm -hmm. I can be free. And so touch is so healing and Mm -hmm. creates such intimacy, and it's vulnerable. Uh, I think it's important that we are able to be vulnerable with our partners, uh, able to be transparent. We're often so protected. Mm -hmm. We need to open ourselves up, even when it might be a topic that is uncomfortable. So touching really softens that, the nature of what could Mm -hmm. be um, something that you're not used to communicating in a way that... uh, communicating through your body. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Absolutely. And um, again, it's, um, it's uh, kind of setting the the tone, as you've been saying, open the physical posture kind of opens us up spiritually and emotionally um, uh, to our spouse as well. Uh, And it it really is just a way to connect. And so um, it would be nice to be in a class where that was being promoted because my husband and I were like trying to hold hands when we were right. laying down and stretching and <laughs> should have been turning one way, but we turned the other <laughs> way so we could touch hands. And the instructor instructor actually said, you know, it's better if you have your palms open because she saw us trying sure. to hold hands. And so to actually be in a class where the poses are designed for you to partner and, and that that's intentional would be really, really wonderful to try. Now, my husband shared an interesting article with me recently about the many benefits of sex for married couples. And um, according to the article, um, having more sex makes you healthier and being healthier makes you desire sex more. And so in preparing for this interview, I got curious about and having heard what you've said already about how kind of the two, everything's in balance, physical, emotional, the intimacy and how all that plays together. I'm curious, has there been anything... um, uh, any studies done to show that yoga benefits the sex lives of married couples? Actually, there are. Um, but think about if you feel good in your skin, mm-hmm. if you feel good about yourself, if you feel healthy, you are naturally going to be more open to being intimate with mm. your partner. So I, I think so often we think, oh, this body part or that body part. Uh, and that right away Mm. puts up a wall. So when you feel good, when you are taking good care of yourself, practicing good self-care, self-love, it's the whole oxygen mask thing on the airplane, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. You take care of yourself first, you can pour out to others better. So that, I think, I think that is the basis. We heal ourselves first. Mm -hmm. And when we feel good about ourselves, we can love and serve more wholeheartedly mm-hmm. as well as just um, uh, pouring out with ease mm-hmm. and and just it be an organic process yeah. versus having to think about, oh, wait, right. I, I don't like this body. Part. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You know, love, love God, love yourself yeah. and your neighbor. So it really mm-hmm. is summed up in, in yoga as well. Yeah. Amen. Uh, well, let's talk about your work as a certified marriage breakthrough coach. And, you know, we, we all have read and heard most common problems in, in marriages are communication difficulties. And 
um, div- uh, finances are the number one conflict that couples have that leads to divorce. What has been your experience uh, with what are those common issues that you work with with your clients? Um, I would say not being able to see from the other's point of view. Mm. And we all have different love languages. So the man might be thinking that his wife is supposed to be acting the way he would act. Mm-hmm. And the woman is thinking he should act the way that she would act when really there needs to be an acceptance of how different we are Mm -hmm. and how uniquely God made us. And then there needs to be space, safe space to be able to speak your feelings. Mm. I think that's another thing. We are afraid to speak up and say what we need, what is uncomfortable, what we would like to see more of. Um, So, being able to express the deepest desires of our hearts uh, requires a safe safe space, mm-hmm. no judgment, and to be able to say, okay, Joe, what did Susie just say? How do you feel about what Susie just said? And vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's really important. And I think it, it it reveals that we don't always hear what we think we're saying. Right. So once again, the importance of making that space yes. for change. Now, how important is it for both spouses to actually hear from God? You're talking about them really hearing one another and understanding where the other's coming from and that their perspectives are by design, God's design different. So what about hearing from God uh, and how do we improve our ability to hear from God? Well, God wants us to to hear from him in our marriages. He wants our marriages to be healthy and whole. Um, He designed us to be one and being equally yoked is ideal. Mm -hmm. Not being ideally or not being yoked is not a deal breaker because we are still called to love and Mm -hmm. serve. Mm -hmm. Um, But inviting God into the marriage creates a spirit of unity and a spirit of we versus I and I. Mm-hmm. So the marriage, the we, is a total separate entity. And mm-hmm. inviting God into that separate entity will allow you to um, honor each other differently. Mm-hmm. And then how to invite him into those places uh, more often, or I, what was your, the second question part of that was, how do we hear how do we hear from God and how do we improve our ability to hear from him from yeah. all those distract distractions I think that even though we are uniquely individuals and God speaks to us differently we can't expect the other one to hear from God the same way that mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. so you have to honor and respect how differently God speaks to each one. Amen. Amen. He treats us as individuals. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Denise Stemple, for sharing your expertise with us today. I've learned so much. It's been very encouraging and inspiring. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Peck. You're quite welcome. My guest today has been Denise Stemple, and I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark, reminding you to live well.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, brought to you every week by SSI Guardian. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat, visit drpegradio.com. You can also purchase Dr. Peg's books, Do Something Different for a Change, and Doggy Tales, Lessons on Life, Love, and Loss I Learned from My Dog, online at drpegradio.com. And remember to join us every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 94.7 The Word FM for Living Well with Dr. Peg. Want to know everything Christian that's going on in Denver? Log on to krks.com today. Krks.com. Local ministries, up-to-date concert events, and even the latest in weather. It's all at your fingertips at krks.com.